Today's episode of Locosaurus Rex, it's for the musically inclined. I'm Simon Schwartz. I'm joined by my friends Mike Rafizida and Mike Gilber. Together, they're two-thirds of the band Take Your Shoes Off. They've spent the last year playing shows all across Lower Manhattan, trying and succeeding to break into the live music scene here in the city. We chat about their favorite spots to play, their favorite spots to go and listen, we chat about jazz clubs, why every East Village bar kind of feels the same. There's a lot of cool stuff in this one. Also, for our New York listeners, this coming Friday, that's March 15th, they are playing at Bowery Electric, which you will hear all about on this podcast. They're playing at 8 p.m. in a special St. Patrick's Day weekend show. It's going to be a great time and a great way to start the weekend. So highly recommend uh, that you guys go out and, and enjoy yourselves at Bowery Electric with Take Your Shoes Off this Friday. So here we go with Mike and Mike from Take Your Shoes Off on what it's like to play live music around New York City. Enjoy. So we're in the booth today with two different mics, both of whom are from Take Your Shoes Off. Y'all want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Mike Rafizade. Um I'm from Summit, New Jersey. We're actually both from Summit, as you'll learn. I play guitar and I sing in Take Your Shoes Off. Um, I'm, I also play a couple other you know, rhythm section instruments, bass, piano, a little bit of drums here and there. And yeah, really pumped to like be able to be in a band with my good friend Mike and, and Paul, who's, who's actually not here today. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Cool. Uh, I'm Mike Gelber. I'm the bassist from Take Your Shoes Off. Unlike Michael over there, I only started playing bass about a year ago, so it's been an interesting journey. Learned a lot from him, actually. Uh, but yeah, very friend-focused group. A lot of fun going on. How long have you guys been, uh, playing live music in New York? So I think we, we played our first, uh, live show in May 2018. Nice. Um, that was at that was at the Parkside Lounge. It's actually like a block away from where we rehearse. It was kind of uh, kind of just made sense. Um, yeah, it was. I, I don't think we even got paid. Um, Parkside Lounge was <laughs> Parkside Lounge is a, it, it's a cool uh, it's a cool little. When you first walk in, it's kind of like a divey little spot. I think there's like a pool table. Nice. Um, they were doing karaoke like after we were done. Um, and then in the back, there's like a stage, obviously. Um, and it's more of like a loungy kind of laid back. Yeah. There's like tables, dimly lit, candles and stuff like that. Um, it was really cool. I think before us, there was like a, a, a comedy group doing like improv, I think. And then, yeah, we, we just went on. We had a great turnout. I think it was like a Wednesday night. Um, you know, the first show, people are kind of eager to see like, wow, yeah, they're playing their first show in, in New York. Like, yeah. this is cool. So we were able to get a decent amount of people out. And yeah, and then ever since then, we've just been, I don't know how many, how many shows do you think we've played? Probably like. 25 wow yeah that's probably about right it's been fun it's it's tiring you know <laughs> playing playing uh so we're a cover band mainly yeah, yeah. um you know playing blank 182 songs over and over at, at a certain <laughs> yeah. point it, it 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 loses a bit of its magic but it's still amazing when you see people just getting so into it and uh and everything like that um and i feel like this neighborhood uh where we are greenwich village certainly east village um like in terms of where we are on the island, this is Dive Bar Central. Oh yeah. And if yeah. I'm if I'm an aspiring uh, band musician, you know, you got your jazz clubs, whatever it is. Like, 
can I just trip over a gig in this part of town? Or? Kinda. I mean, yeah. they took you guys. Yeah. Get on Bleecker Street. Like, yeah, Bleecker Street's insane. There's like there's so many gigs or not gigs, so many venues. Um, like from you know the Red Lion to LPR to the Bitter yeah. End, and there's like a bunch of just other other places. Um, probably couldn't have asked for a better place. I mean, Lower Ish Manhattan is definitely a hot spot for yeah. just these. Great little places. Yeah. Um, so people go out. We'll we'll get into to some of your favorite places in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but give us the uh, give us the uh, take your shoes off origin story real quick. So uh, so the origin of take your shoes off was actually lies in another band uh, from. So I I went to University of Richmond along with Paul our drummer and we were actually in a band there also a trio mainly playing covers. We did write some original stuff. Um, we had a great uh, bass player songwriter. Um, named Colby, who was obviously you know the, the former bass player in the in the group, um, we did the same thing. I mean, we mainly played at um, at like fr- fraternity events, and and we played at like one bar in downtown Richmond. But but basically, the way we started was uh, we were in in we all did the jazz ensemble. Um, Paul was playing the the drums. Colby was playing bla- bass. I kind of switched between bass and and uh, and guitar a bit. Um, and like literally the first day. Uh, we just kind of like we were in our spots and, you know, we played a little bit and we realized like, oh, we're like we're good players and, and we seem chill. And it was kind of like, what are you guys doing tonight? Like, you you want to jam? And then the show started to come. I remember our first show is like, all right, like, are people going to like us? Like, are they going <laughs> to tolerate us or are yeah. they going to just shut us down and put on the, 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 the PA yeah. and just blast, you know, DJ uh, type music? Yeah. And it went really well. And um, we just it, we kind of just took it from there again, mainly doing like college parties, fraternity events. Um, and so then fast forward to, so we graduated in 2017. Uh, Mikey actually, Mikey was like kind of our, like he was sort of involved. Like, you, well, you, I, I was like the manager when they were playing back in college. Nice. Kind of, Although yeah. I didn't yeah. really book any shows. <laughs> uh, he was our manager, but he didn't really book any shows and he was like 300 miles away and <laughs> like, yeah, but he was, he was a good presence. Um, and so then, and so then now it, we were actually we signed a lease end of January of 2018, and uh, it was me, Mike, Paul, which is take your shoes off, and our friend John. And so we always kind of I think one night we were at the Red Lion, Red Lion, Red Lion, and which is like we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a bit, but that's a place that we like to go um, to see like cover bands and stuff like that. We were there and we we're just like watching this cover band. And we we're just like, yo, we want to do that. Like, let's do that. You guys like, were like, like, oh, we could be better. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we basically were like, we need to do this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah and so, no and so we. I remember like it was a Saturday morning, not unlike to you know, not unlike today, and we were kind of looking around like, okay, like where can we rehearse? We found a great rehearsal space, um, Rivington Rehe- Music Rehearsal Studios. Um, I think it's on Stanton Street, and uh, we just started rehearsing. Then fast forward to the Parkside Lounge gig. And then once we had a video from that gig, mm-hmm. I think we, we actually sounded pretty decent at that gig, and we got a video, and we were able to send that to other venues, and they were like, okay, like, these guys, you know, they, they play a gig, they sound good, you know, we'll give them a shot. And uh, we told them, we, we got like, we drew like 60 people on a Wednesday, so we kind of like, we used that, you know, we got 60 on a Wednesday, projecting out to a Friday, we could probably get like 100 people maybe, you know, we are feeling confident. <laughs> and... Uh, you, yeah. guys, you guys just pulled from your network. For that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's all it's all the network. Yeah. Um, College you know, friends, home friends, uh, people. F- you know, my friends from my fraternity and and uh, Paul's fraternity. And I guess Mike, you don't have as many. 
not as many people from Charleston gravitate to New York as much no. as Richmond. Like literally everyone from Richmond. It's you either go to like DC or New York, yeah. basically. Um, Mike, you college yeah. at Charleston. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Locus are just uh, about two weeks ago, not to like shamelessly self promote, um, <laughs> but we just uh, released our outside of New York version. Um, really? Yeah. Charleston being one of the cities that. Oh, that's there. great. Yeah. It's I very mean, local. Charleston's a good city for that too because there's so many different spots. Yeah. And like a lot of choices. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, so final question before, before we actually start going into some of your spots. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the crowds. Yeah. Because for like my uh, my idea of a New York crowd is maybe mm-hmm. not the most forgiving. So playing in front of drunk New Yorkers, it's actually um, it's actually surprisingly easy. Okay. Because they're very acceptive of <laughs> of of pretty much anything uh-huh. you do. <laughs> so um, it, it kind of takes the stress off. Like as long as I mean, obviously you don't want to suck and you want to sound good. Yeah. But um, you know, I never. I've been performing for a while. I don't really feel any like significant stress. I've been performing for these group of people for a while. Um, and I guess actually a, a better conversation might be um, playing for like we play some gigs where we don't actually have to bring anyone, where we're just the band and yeah. strangers come. Like Session Seventy Three on the Upper East Side is a, is an example of this. And it's like it's basically just hammer a bunch of hammered twenty somethings, uh, who you know really everyone you know loves the, basically the songs that we play. We've tailored it to really hit at the songs that kind of bring us back yeah. that nostalgia, um, like not basically nineties and two thousands throwback covers. Absolutely. And uh, people just really get into it, man. Like I don't know, how, I don't know what else to tell you. Like it's um, as long as you sound good and you you know. You, you hit him with some Blink One Eighty Two, and it's great. And even we even you know we write some of our own music too. And and people um, you know they're not people aren't into things that they don't know as much. Yeah, which is you know the advantage of being a cover band. But um, you know even th- the best feeling is like when you play an original and you see like strangers just getting into it, and yeah. you're like that's pretty cool. You For know? sure, I like that. I I think sometimes <laughs> there is an occupational hazard though. Like there have been shows where there'll be like twenty five people on the stage. Oh yeah, mobbing. Breaking stuff. Yeah, we played a private gig at Bowery, and uh, we got mobbed at the end. And nice. it's just like broken glass all over the place. I have my like electronic pedal board, which is Things just get getting unplugged. beers just getting poured all over it, and I'm just like trying to keep it together, but I'm like silently freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> everything's gonna break. <laughs> um, but it, it's pretty sweet. It's like we're, we're getting mobbed right yeah, now. Yeah, but that's the fun cool. part for sure. <laughs> and that's a, that's a great um, uh, jumping off point into these these recommendations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna. Try and not make this a, a half an hour love letter to Bowery Electric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but diversify. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's that's where I want to start. Uh, this is Locosaurus Rex. Obviously, we want to know about your recommendations yeah. for these sort of great uh, venues, good uh, night out spots, specifically for live music. Absolutely. Um, so so let's let's just tackle that elephant in the room first, and we'll go right into <laughs> you know the favorite venue uh, that y'all have played, um, and maybe just set up set up what that night was like for you guys. Okay, my favorite place to play what is Bowery Electric. Mm-hmm. Um, that was see Bowery is a place that like after college I went a lot even like before you know during yeah. college you never view it as a music venue yeah no. you don't really because like they have both floors so right. like the you go to the top floor and it's just like this like cool little dimly lit bar um, with like a back room and stuff like that and then in the basement they have this amazing uh, space it's well lit the sound is amazing the sound guy actually. Um, or the the various sound guys we've had there actually know what they're doing because a lot of the time sound guys just like 
don't really care. Sure. And it's just so frustrating when you're trying to get a good sound and your sound guy is just like, oh, my vocals are too low, but like he doesn't care. So <laughs> just, but anyway, um, Bowery's really great. Um, a lot of like good memories from there. And, and just coupled with the, with the great sound and the fact that like they have a great drum set there. We don't need to bring too many things. Um, it's also in a great location right on yeah, Bowery. Yeah. I, I guess you call it East Village. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely East Village. Um, and it's just, uh, I don't know, what, what do you think, Mike? They, Anything to add? They, they, they know what they're doing because basically like they have the per- perfect setup to keep the musicians happy. It's like you show up with nothing. You have all this good equipment. You have a, a room in the back for yourselves. And like they'll, oh, yeah, the they'll give you anything you want which is which is awesome yeah, very accommodating wait wait which, i, w- I want to hear about about the bowery green room that uh, sounds we, like we actually can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's it's cool it's it's nothing special it's like right uh-huh. next to like the manager's booth i guess where they it, okay. i guess it's their office or whatever sure. it's um, very it's rock and roll a, it's a nice place to like put your coat and and like guitar chill. cases and stuff and and just chill before the show um as opposed to other places where it's like well i'm just gonna throw my coat in the corner and I'm sure 50 other people are going to do that. Uh, and I'm just going to hope that no one takes my coat. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's nice to have that like kind of security in the back. And it makes you feel like you're a rock and roll band. Yeah. It's cool. And it, it, it leads to like a happy crowd because you have, you have an awesome sound and you don't have to worry about anything. And yeah. people like notice that, get more excited, and have a really fun time when they're there. Mm-hmm. Place like Bowery Electric, are you, guys, are you guys coming early and just hanging, staying afterwards? Definitely um, staying afterwards. We, yeah, we definitely <laughs> more staying afterward. Um, I think, I mean, every time before, we usually play like from 8 to 11, and there's not as much going on before 8, at least in the bottom section. Yeah. Um, I think the top, there's a little more going yeah. on. Um, but so, yeah, we kind of, I mean, we allow some time to set up. Um, but the thing is, if we show up too early, we just get so anxious and excited to play. Not like a bad anxiety, but like a, I want to go play now. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, we, we, we sort of like to like go in and, and leave, you know, less time rather than more. Sure. Um, yeah, but, we, oh, but we, we love to, you know, stay at the venues afterward and, um, you know, people are hyped up from the show and you just keep it going. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a lot of the. That's a lot of the fun we have, you know. It's it's after the show as well. I will say, Bowery brings in like good DJs too, oh, for yeah. sure. They're, they bump good tunes for sure. That was always um, one of the spots that we would go um, in in college, mm-hmm. and I, so I, I was uptown, um, mm-hmm. a good forty five minutes from Bowery wow. Electric. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really matter because that was it was such a destination, and yeah. um, it's so well placed that you go to Bowery. Um, I'm not going to Bowery before 8 p.m. Anyone who goes to Bowery, I'm going <laughs> before 8 p.m. Yeah, um, that's not, that's, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, if you're going, to, um, like, DM DM me or, like, reach out on the pod. Because uh, I want to find you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is. It's, it's a great spot to uh, to start the night in East Village, to end the night in East Village, um, um, especially when, when there's great live music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so okay, to, we'll, I'm, I'm sure we'll come back to Bowery at some point, mm-hmm. but... Um, what about venues that are a little bit more like I don't say clubby, but mm-hmm. you know you go and you're dancing, like you're jumping around. Yeah. If I'm trying to get live music that's uh-huh. um, gonna get me like out of my seat and like mm-hmm. trying to go at it, where am I going? LPR. <laughs> yeah. LPR. So uh, so Le, Le Poisson Rouge. Um, oh, okay. They have a uh, they have the the I guess it's 90s 2000s uh, cover band on Friday nights, and they have. 
an 80s group on Saturday. That, I mean, those guys are really great musicians. They're yeah. like us, but like way better. They're, they're <laughs> professional, like entertainers. And, they, it's, it's and they, like, the they, they get people on stage for whose birthdays get it is. And they like, get, they get them to make out. And it's nice. like, it's like, you know, fun stuff like that. Um, so that, 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 that's one place that comes to mind. Another place that they don't usually have live bands, but we've, we've made it work is at uh, M15. We had our biggest show ever there. It was like we, we teamed up with one of our friends from Hamilton and they had a birthday party. Nice. But they also opened it to like to, to people who weren't going for the party. Um, and we were able to <laughs> the sound was <laughs> was a little wonky but because we were just uh, it just wasn't as um, it's not built for we a had to do band. everything on our own and like bring the drums and like set yeah. up the, the speakers and we were running the mixer as well. So it was kind of hectic. But I think it, in the end, it was really hype. We had like 400 or 500 people there. That's a spot that they even when they don't have. They, I think they usually don't actually have live music. We mm-hmm. might have been the first in like a long time for them. Um, but even when they don't have live music, they're, it's a great place to go. It's, it's, it's big. They have like kind of areas where you can sit down and chill. Um, and it, it just, it's kind of have, I, I want to say like sh- chic <laughs> come, comes to mind. I don't know if that's an appropriate word, but. Uh, chicken fingers were good. The chicken fingers <laughs> were good. That was, a, yeah, that was, that, that was awesome. That's important. What about what about the red line? Because oh, the red line. The first time I heard about you guys from uh, from Evan McKay. Uh-huh. Shout out, Evan. What up, Evan? Better be listening <laughs> to <laughs> this, homie. Um, uh, he was like my guy, Mike. He's he's gonna be playing a red lion. Uh, y'all should come through. What's what makes the red line good? Uh, the red line is is great. I, I I don't know what it is, but like that's like that's like the spot that that people seem to go when they want to see live music, like like cover band music, not. They they don't really do as much like original. It's the reputation. It's the reputation. Like people just like it's really the momentum of the fact that people know that Mm -hmm. that's a place where where you go to see live music, Um, and it's 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 really great to play there because it's just like I mean kind of like we were saying when we started we were at the red line being like let's do this like we want to do this yeah. And um, it was actually our second show too. It was so our we second went, show. We went from saying that to <laughs> rehearsing and getting a show to yeah, getting we, the red line, we which went, was really cool. Yeah, zero to hundred real quick. Um, it was it was pretty cool. But yeah, red line's great. Um, and that's the, also um, a, a really sort of high density area. I feel oh like, yeah, for, for live music. Yeah, venues. that's that's what we were talking about. That's that's the Bleecker Street area, like right mm-hmm. across from LPR, right next to the Bitter End, which is another like legendary venue. Great. That place, um, I guess this could even be a good time to to bring up bitter end yeah um bitter end's awesome it's 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 more uh it's more laid back i would say it's it's more of a place where you don't go to like get a bunch of bud lights and and, and hop around to to hype music you they, they a lot of the time it's more sophisticated they sure. have like tables in the in the front which we were like when we played there we we're like please can you move the tables like we want people <laughs> to be like hopping around with bud lights in there. yeah yeah but uh that, that, but they wouldn't they wouldn't move the tables but it, it was still great like people were were sitting down the sound was that it may have even been better than bowery electric the sound guy was just on fire and um the the bitter end is more like music focused. Like if you were to try to yeah. stumble into a show that is about good music and not just having a bunch of fun, like you would right. go to the bitter end. Uh-huh. That's like when we went there, it was an interesting experience because like there was all these tables. We're like, can we move these? Yeah. Are people like to go crazy? Um, and it it was it was just like weird. Like yeah, the, the we people gotta... there were like, are you playing Blank One Eighty Two? Like <laughs> it almost it, it was it, it almost felt like. Um, 
like we didn't like deserve to be there. Like, uh-huh. we, a little like, disrespectful. We, yeah, I almost feel like we were like disrespecting the place. So, <laughs> so you got to realize, Bitter End is a place where like Bob Dylan has played like all these big names. I yeah. think like Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga back yeah. in the day. Yeah, um, I'm, Bill there's, Cosby. There's like, <laughs> oh yeah, there's, they have Bill Cosby on the wall, and they put a jail. They put like jail oh, uh, bars around. <laughs> Pretty funny. They sound like, huh. We we got this this bad dude on the wall. What do we do about this? Do we paint over it? It's like, no, nah, we don't want to ruin it. Just put the bars on. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. That's wild. But uh but yeah, bitter end's great. Um again, you know, more sophisticated. Um I actually uh, a couple, I guess month or two ago, they had the Winter Jazz Fest, which was a really, really cool uh festival. Um, you know, ma- mainly jazz music. We actually went to the bitter end and we saw some really great music. Um we like we we actually went from LPR to the bitter end. Um, to this place called Subculture, oh, I think. that place was crazy. It was like an underground theater. Mm. Um, we saw Pedrito Martinez. He's a great um, Cuban uh, percussionist. Really amazing show. I actually ran into John Schofield. He was, he's a great guitarist. He was sitting right in front of us. Um, so got to say what up to him. Um, but yeah, so like it, it, it was interesting to see like a jazz group at LPR because I've always been used to like the, the 90s, you know, cover band night where people are like making out on stage. Yeah. And then we saw this like really more like sophisticated jazz stuff, um, which was really great. And um, yeah. Experimental jazz. Experimental. Yeah. Very. There, there, there was some cool experimental stuff. There was this. Freaky. Yeah. Re- 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 really cool stuff. So when you guys are going out, just like, you know, not as a, as a band, but just as, you know, private citizens, New Yorkers, um, what what do you prefer? Like the jazz or, or the, the Bud Light beer waving? We usually go for the Bud, Bud Light, Light beer, beer waving. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I really like um, the, the thing about going to see jazz in the city is it, it does get expensive. Yeah, like yeah. like the, the Blue Note. I mean, you, you can get out of there for like for like 30 bucks if, you know, if you don't go crazy with the drinks or the food. Um, but like the, the, the blue note is a really cool, it's, I think it's like the only place that I've like really gone to see a jazz show outside of the winter jazz fest. Um, I, I've seen, uh, Stanley Clark. I got to shake his hand. He's an amazing bass player. Um, I saw Victor Wooten, also another like amazing bass player, probably like two of the best in the world. Um, saw Corey Henry the other, uh, the other Thursday, which was probably the best concert I've ever been to. Nice. It was just such a power rhythm section it was it was uh cory on the organ they had uh drums guitar and and bass everyone was on fire uh and and they actually called up this this really great bass player named mono neon he's like super like eccentric looking he's like decked out in neon wearing like rain boots and like a and like a big raincoat he actually plays his bass he took a a normal like um a, a righty bass and he did what Jimi hendrix did he just didn't change any of the strings just shifted it and plays it lefty that's wild and it was so cool to see and he was um he's really uh he was just on fire and he he only played a couple tunes but it was it was great and uh joe dart from wolfpack he's like one of our idols um he didn't ask me anything on reddit a couple days ago and someone asked him like you know who are your uh who are some bass players you 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 really admire like contemporary bass players and uh, he mentioned mono neon it was funny to see like wow like i went from not knowing this guy to just being blown away from him to like getting affirmation that like Joe Dart is really like digs this guy. It was yeah. kind of like All pretty cool. Blue note. <laughs> All through the blue note, man. Yeah. Um, I, I would say too, though, in like in East village by where we live, there's a bunch of little hidden like, oh, jazz yeah. spots. Like so many this little... place, Ruby, mm-hmm. pretty sweet. It's like really small, but yeah. it has like an intimate like jazz band. And then Jules, 
jazz bistro or jazz bar or whatever it's called mm-hmm. always has awesome live jazz music sometimes on saturdays they have like a cuban trio and they'll do salsa salsa dancing right oh yeah, oh, yeah. good uh, food too <laughs> so so something that that i've, I've talked with evan about uh-huh. um evan being the friend of ours who also lives in east village um is that there is i really think such a thing as the east village bar like that is a sort of stereotype and for me, it's almost like you can do a, uh, a bar by the numbers or like a paint by the numbers where, you know, your bar needs, uh, it needs to be two rooms, right? <laughs> One wall blown out in between. It needs to have a funky name and it needs to have some sort of kitschy decoration. Oh, yeah. Um, dimly lit, too. Dimly usually. lit. <laughs> right. But it ha- if it has all those things, there's a great chance that it's in the East Village. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we always say like we, we live on, uh, we're on like 9th and, and A. Um, and there's so many little, little, like little gems, as, as you've said, these like classic East Villagey spots. And, and we, we just look around and we're just like, man, we need to, we need to get out to these spots more. Yeah. Like we, we end up, it's so easy to like end up in your own, um, your own kind of routine going yeah. to the same places. Um, but actually the other night, I guess it was Wednesday night. We we're like, you know what? Let's go to some of these bars that we, uh, that we, you know, that we, oh, that we've talked about, that we walk by that we said, Hey, I'd like to go there one day. Had a couple drinks at, at Bua. Um, and then we went to, where do we 10 go? 10 Degrees. And then we went to 10 Degrees, sure. like yeah. classic little cool spots. Um, had a really great time. Y'all been to Whiskey Town? Whiskey Town? No. I don't think so. Where is I've that? I've heard of that. Whiskey Town, um, Jesus. I want to say it's on 3rd Ave, right off, I'm sorry, 3rd Street, right off the Bowery. It's oh, okay. it's one of those in like you know it's like NoHo it's kind of East Village it's like in whatever neighborhood you know you kind of want to mm-hmm. call it, um, but for me this this was my like quintessential East Village like hole in the wall bar, mm-hmm. um, ever since Halloween 2017 which was it it kind of sounded like a take your shoes off kind of night because uh-huh. you know you you walk down Third Street or whatever street it is and you could hear about it before you could even see it and yeah. you know it was a big ass I mean. Sorry, mom. I don't mean to cuss again. <laughs> uh, my mom got. We're sorry. She got the the last um, podcast that we did was the first one to be on Spotify noted as explicit. Um, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, the parents were not happy about oh, that. Oh no! Is this one gonna be explicit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully not. But um, um, right. So so whiskey Tad sounded like a, a take your shoes off kind of place um, where you know you get in and everyone was just like sort of jumping and like you know standing on surfaces and just having a good ass. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Double down. Damn it. Uh, everyone was just having a good time. Uh-huh. Um, and, and you know, that was, for me, uh, that's the sort of great thing about live music in New York, where it's kind of uh, unpretentious, right? And everyone's just, like, doing the, the, the thing and, uh, and enjoying themselves. Absolutely. The last question that we always ask is, what is your regular spot? Like, what's the spot that comes to mind first when you guys say, you know, out-of-towners coming in, got one place to take them, that's your spot. Where are you going? So uh, we're we're probably going to say the the same thing. Obviously, we live together. Um, I mean, when we have, like, people visit, um, we usually, we kind of gravitate towards staying near our place on, like, on 9th and A. Um, Doc Holidays is like literally just on our block. Mm, so terrible. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Doc Holidays is a funny place. It's um, they have, they have a pool table. They pl- they they play um, they blast um, like awesome old school country music. Not Love like it. New, not new, not like pop country at all. Uh, I'm not as much of a fan of of pop country as I am of of like old like 
OG country, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Shout out George Strait. Yeah, George Strait. Because he's the like king. That. Stuff like that, man. Like, yeah. he's a legend. Love it. Um, yeah, and so, so Doc Holidays is, is a great place. Uh, it's, we almost have like a running joke. We always end, we always end the night at, at Niagara, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a block down from Doc Holidays, which is on our block. So, um, I mean, when we're lazy and when we have people coming, we just kind of gravitate toward like Doc Holidays. Niagara is always our nightcap spot. We, nice. we always <laughs> see nightcap. almost to a fault. We'd always end up at Niagara. I don't know. What, what do you think, Mike? I, I would say Niagara is a very beautiful place. It's um, amazing. It's it's like everything. It is it is the East Village bar. It's yeah. like you go in and they're just blasting Motown. Like. Oh yeah, like they'll 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 be cranking like Earth Wind and Fire. Nice um, they, early sixties. Just like it's a really cool um, you know collection of music they play, um, and it's always crowded. It's always pe- so people are always dancing, and um, it's actually like it's not that big. Um, which maybe is why, obviously why it always seems so crowded. You, yeah. you go there in the day and you like see the room, the, like, the dancing room, and you're like, oh my God, this is so yeah. small. And there the were room. so many yeah. people in here. <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly how I felt about Whiskey Town. Right? It's New York's smallest like club, for lack of a better way of uh-huh. saying it. Um, dope. Okay, yeah. before we leave, um, there's something happening next Friday. Yes. And I know what it is, but our listeners don't know what it is. Uh, so give us the uh, give us the deets on that. So we were talking a lot about Bowery Electric. Shout out. Good news. We are playing at Bowery Electric from <laughs> I think eight to eleven. Yep. We're we're um it's we're, we're really framing it as a St. Patty's party. Uh, it's going to be Friday, March fifteenth, eight to eleven. Um, take your shoes off. We'll be playing. Um, we're. we're Hoping to get a really good turnout. We're really, uh, we're really hoping to start everyone's weekend on a really great note. Um, you know, we're gonna be, we're gonna be doing our thing, playing covers. We, uh, you know, we actually were just in the studio um, developing some original stuff. We're gonna be playing that, um, and we'll have a special guest. We will have a special guest. Uh, yeah, our, our one of our other good friends, Jack Kalen, also from Summit, New Jersey. Um, he's he's gonna be playing the uh, keyboard with us, which is really great because he allows us to do awesome songs like. You know, jump by Van Halen. Nice. Like, Don't stop believing. Like there you go. all these like eighties thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh yeah, man! <laughs> like anything from eighties power synth pop to like Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> um, so it's it, it's going to be a really great show. Um, and and you know we we we'd love for people to come out. Uh, we promise it'll be a great time uh, as long as you like having fun. Um, Good move too is if you come, you get to stay in the basement for free after. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. I guess you do have to. I guess there is a cover, but but yeah, <laughs> it's worth it. Bowery Electric, best cover in New York. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, dope. Um, the only other thing I want to mention uh, for the listeners is that the uh, intro and outro that we do is actually a "Take Your Shoes Off." Original. Oh, you ended up using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is it? Oh, it's like yeah, it's like fifteen seconds of what it what, whatever. It, is it the um. I guess I'll, I'll listen to it after. Is it the element thread thing? Or what, what did I you end up I think so, using? yeah. Cool. It's okay. like, it's 15, 15 seconds, and I just ramped it for the beginning, and I, I ramped it down for the end. Sweet. Pump that that you're continuing that. Lives on. Yeah, man, lives on. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, guys, if you uh, want to hear more about uh, where Mike and Mike are spending their time both on stage and off stage, um, you can follow them on Locusaur per usual. We'll link their bios in this article. Go on, follow them. Apparently, they have cool spots outside of Bowery Electric, um, but that's really the endorsement that you need to know. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure. 
again, big thanks to the boys from TYSO for joining me. It's always fun talking to them, just like it's always fun at their shows. Per usual, if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And of course, do the whole social media follow thing at Team Locosaur, basically across all platforms. So that'll do it for us. Keep supporting local businesses. I'm Simon Schwartz. Thanks for listening.